What up, people? It's your boy, Ben P. <laughs> and Patrick P. Patrick P. PP. We got the BP and PP. BP and PP. We got a great pod for you, man. We uh we got we got a little sneaky sauce that we always warm up with. Uh, just giving you the setting for our podcast here. We are in the dojo. We had cookies. We had bourbon. We had water. Really had the energy up. So I was really I thought we were, I was pleased with our energy throughout the, energy, the entire podcast. Energy was strong. Yeah. Coming off of being a little sick, but I'm on the mend and the energy's. This is your flu game. It's my flu game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had bad pizza. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, really good pod. You're really going to love it. We talk about waiver wire. We talk about trade stuff. I actually bring up a forum discussion point that we might. This is essentially me lobbying to the rest of the league that we need to add this topic to the forum. So go ahead and listen to that. That's around the. I don't know when it's going to be directly, but around the 28-minute mark. Uh, we also go through Danny Ainge and Blizzo Award. thought we did a really good job there. Oh, yeah. That's really always. fun. Uh, we also included a new segment. It's called Note to Self, Note to You. I think you guys, I mean, that might be one of our favorite segments. comes from the heart, directly to you from us. And we talk to every single player in the league, so listen to the whole entire thing. I think you'll find it enjoyable, and when the note is sent to you, you'll really appreciate it. We go through the weekly review. We talk takes. We talk review. From last week, and we then we make our picks, and then we review the sticky notes. So, honestly, it's a really fantastic podcast, brought to you from by the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated that we're really happy to partner with. So, thanks for listening, and thanks for listening to this podcast. Do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, it's just great. You know, it's great working for the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated Podcast Network. Oh, well, I think we're we're associated with that. Pump fake multimedia conglomerate. I think the, I think the pump fake multimedia conglomerate industries incorporated analysis department works for them, but I don't know if me and you are. If yeah, we are. I'm kidding. We're affiliated. Yeah, we are. We're sure. affiliated for sure. So buckle in, get some hot chocolate, listen up. It's gonna be a good one. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. up my potty people it's your boy benny p benny pump uh host alongside with my other host patrick p back in the dojo so for the dojo you are the sensei this this podcast listen that's what they tell me because we're in the dojo makes sense very good checks out um if you are stumbling upon this podcast i want to tell you what you're listening to you're listening to two grown men Talk about fantasy football for way too long, about a league that has about 12 players in it that take fantasy football way too seriously. But for whatever reason, we've got 38 listeners a week, wow. and I'm happy that you joined us. So thanks for joining the Pump Fake Pod- Podcast, which is a proud supporter and part of the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. No, yeah, Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Podcast and, Network. Um, yeah, so we're, we're based out of that, and so we're really happy, happy that you joined us. But I did say last week that we were going to record the pod on Tuesday. Today is Wednesday. I apologize for that miscommunication. We had, we moved it. We had Tuesday night football. We had Tuesday night football. There was some... There was a there matchup was, in the air. There was a matchup in the air. Hanging in the bounce. Possibly two matchups, but mainly one. Mainly one. And so that actually will... I mean, beautiful segue right into what we call Sneaky Sauce. It's our first segment of the podcast. And 
Tell me once again why I got on this roof. I chalked that up to bad life choices. <laughs> in the toughest city in the world, nobody fights crime like these guys. Uh, somebody called 9-1-Holy... Uh, sneaky Sauce is something that we kind of... We, we spring on each other, and we don't. the other person doesn't know what we're about to talk about. With this one, we had quite the notable matchup between you and Isaac last week that went down to Tuesday night matchup. And so I'm going to give all the podcast listeners exactly what they want to know. They want an immediate reaction. Patrick Perryman, Tuesday night... Walk me through the whole day into the game and then break down for the last couple minutes of the Tennessee game. Yeah, so going into Tuesday night, um, first of all, I was excited for this game. I'm a Titans fan. Yeah. Um, first game in two weeks for the Titans. And I have A.J. Brown, wide receiver for the Titans. Isaac has the tight end for the Titans, Johnny mm-hmm. Smith. And I am down... Four points, basically. 4.2 points, basically. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just need A.J. Brown to outscore Johnny Smith by like five points. I get the win. So we come out first play of the game. Okay? Ryan Tannehill. Now, I will say, for all the listeners, I wasn't able to watch this game. I was I had day night, and I was watching Limitless. It was a great Bradley game. Bradley Cooper is a great movie, but... Um, mm. The so he is going to explain this to me because I really have no idea what happened. Yeah, I'm giving Benny P the, the recap here. So yeah. first play of the game, Ryan Tannehill gets the ball. Um, they're on like the twenty yard line or something. I'm listening to you, baby. And AJ Brown pump and go touchdown in the end zone. Love those first play um, for AJ Brown in the game. So immediately I'm in the lead. Got six plus whatever yards points, and I'm in the lead by like two or something like that. Wow. So throughout the game, um, it's kind of back and forth, um, at least fantasy-wise. Johnny Smith gets a touchdown um, a little bit later, but then A.J. Brown just continues to get targets, continues to rack up Did yards. Did Johnny's touchdown give him the lead? Was this a back and forth affair, or was this you took the lead I think, early and then... I think Johnny got close. I think it brought him close with that touchdown. It was like yeah. he was down by like two or something. But we kept on you know, just getting a target here, getting a target there. End of the game... I'm up by two points. First of all, let's talk about the, the situation. Titans are up big. Oh, really? All right. They keep on Good for you know, you. special teams. This is great for you. Yeah, it's amazing. This was almost the perfect situation for me. Yes. Titans getting a huge win on a great team. Two undefeated teams going into this week. Titans are undefeated? Yeah. Golly. And the Bills are undefeated. Well, it worked. Okay, keep going. So then I don't remember what the, the score was, but they're up big. All right. There's like a minute and a half left in the game, two minutes left in the game, something like that. They get the ball back after a kickoff. They, they fumble it to us. We've got the ball. All we got to do, we're up big, all right? All we got to do is run the ball three times, kick a field goal maybe, all right? It comes down to a fourth down, fourth mainly, and two. Yeah, okay. Mainly you're just trying to get first downs, burn the clock. Yeah, just trying to get first downs, burn the clock. We're on their like 20-yard line. Luckily, you have this big, giant running back named uh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, yeah, okay. absolutely. So all you got to do is give him the ball. He squeezes that thing, doesn't drop it, and then we just go home happy. All right, I get the win. I'm up to inexplicably for some reason they get they get the ball down there. First of all, they get on like they have like a fourth and one, fourth and two. They convert that. They keep running it by running it. Did they yeah, convert? yeah, they run oh. it. They ran it, and then they're now down like I don't know on the eight yard line or something really close. All right, and all I gotta do is run it, run the clock out, 
for some reason, they decide to do a play-action pass to Jonu Smith. Was it a fourth down? No, it was like it was like second or third down. I can't remember. Oh, okay. I I blacked out a lot at this yeah. point. I, I'm trying to forget it, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so inexplicably, we're up big, huge, and we're gonna win the game no matter what. All we gotta do is run it. I just. But here's the thing. I had this feeling. All right. Wait, hold on. What happened? So they throw Johnny. So Johnny touchdown. 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 Yeah, I thought it was just a catch. No, it was a touchdown at the end of the game. Wow. So then Isaac goes up by like five. Wow. And the game's over. So yeah, um, was there the, any beef on the field between coaches? Like, hey, why would you go for that? Or I don't know, man. I, I, I as soon as I saw this, this, was this improper football NFL well, football etiquette? I don't know. I mean, I, it's unnecessary for sure, yeah. but it's Vrabel, right? And I, I thought in my mind, I was like, Vrabel, man. He trained under Belichick. You know what Belichick would do here? He'd oh. try to run up the score. He's yeah. he, he kills somebody and then he stomps on their neck. Yep. You know. Yep. He starts choking people after they're dead. So it's like. <laughs> Vrabel's out here. I'm thinking, man, this this psycho. I have a feeling Vrabel's just going to do something just to put an exclamation point on this game. And, huh? and so maybe I wished it into existence unknowingly. And then mm-hmm. he gets the ball to Johnu there at the end. All I know is it was heartbreaking. I was sitting there excited about a Titans win, excited about a, my first fantasy win of the season. Yeah. I had all but booked it, man. You know, one and four. Yeah. It would have been huge. And then the this happens shift. out of nowhere. It was... I got I got some condolences from Connor F. I appreciate it. I got some condolences from everybody. They understood. I gave him a, a look into what my day was um, today. It was basically Squidward, um, just slowly getting sadder as the day goes on, trying to make it through the mediocrity of normal normal life after taking such a devastating loss. So, so yeah, it, it was tough. It was a tough loss to say the least. Roughest fantasy loss I can remember having. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that. It's two weeks in a row. I have to bear my heart here. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to keep doing this, uh, but it continued to just put us in the position where we, I mean, this is what people wanted to know. They wanted to know if, I mean, if they were in your shoes, we would be interviewing them. Like, mm-hmm. all right, having one of the worst, uh, as Connor kind of stated, one of the worst fantasy football losses he's seen in all of his days. And he played a lot of fantasy football. Gosh. Um, so, our, I think, yeah, the condolences the whole entire league goes out. Obviously, Isaac takes the win, but I don't even think he was proud of himself. I don't think he liked it. I don't think, I don't I don't think, think he liked, liked it. it. I, think, I think he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, okay, well, that's that's our sneaky sauce. Just something to get us, us warmed up. I know that people really, really wanted to know um, your thoughts. And, I, I, I mean, going 0-5... What are your thoughts moving forward? Just a, a glimpse into the into the future here. So Talk, this, talking to the manager of yeah. the uh, of the the what's your team name? It's uh, Drake News. Yeah, Drake News yeah. Uh, management. Fake. I just want to know fake what, news. What, what is the what is the management looking to do? Man, it's 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 frustrating because the last two weeks I put up some great point totals. Mm-hmm. The team's kind of coming into shape and putting up some good I games, and it's just it's not it's not enough. So. Yeah, you, you question whether you need to make some moves. Obviously, I'm in trade talks with people yeah. all the time, um, and it's definitely happening right now. I don't know if the moves will be made this week or not. Um, yeah, you're, just, you're trying to get that first win. I lose the first win, um, which we'll get into some other things that I've done, including some waiver stuff later of trying to get a win this week. And, you know, we go from there. You take it one game at a time at this point. That's all you can do. That's one game at do. a time. I, uh, I appreciate your time. Uh, I know the... The Pump Fake Podcast and the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated appreciate you just kind of 
doing the interview time today. I know after a tough loss, it's not the easiest thing to do. So, thanks well, I appreciate the Pump Fake Podcast and the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated Podcast Network for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. With that, we transition into the... And then there's the other guys. Stop humming that song. Waiver wire segment. This is going to be a portion of the of the pod that we we want to highlight any waiver notables, any things that have happened on the waiver wire that are deemed important. And this week, Patrick, could you tell us who some of those notable players were? Yeah, top notable, highly contested Chase Claypool. That one uh, ended up going to Connor F himself for thirty-two fab dollars. Okay. Um, second bid was a tie between Benny Pump and Anonymous One Two Three Four, whoever that is, at Gosh, nineteen dollars. That was yeah, yeah. And so and then it, you go down from there. Kev at four, Isaac yeah. at zero, like at zero, just taking some shots, but not trying to put any money down. I don't think Isaac has any fab dollars left, so I think that's probably why. <laughs> um, his, his, just in case no one was going to bid on this guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's talk about Chase real quick. Let's talk about okay. uh, Mapletron. Mapletron, terrible nickname. I hope that does not stick. That would be <laughs> terrible. But we see Connor dropping Benny Snell, a Steelers running back who mm-hmm. was eating away at carries but ultimately has not taken a job or interfered with James Connor's role on the Steelers' backfield to pick up a Chase Claypool, a first-tier, second-tier wide receiver on the Steelers' offense while he already has Juju. Now, here's the thing that I know about Connor. Connor is a big Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. He's up. He's in the know with these guys. So him pulling the Chase Claypool card, to me, is interesting having Juju on his roster. Uh, Patrick, can you learn anything from that pickup with Juju on the roster? Is there like Do you think this is he intends to play in both, maybe trade one? Do you have any any insight there that you think you could? I don't know. My opinion would be that Claypool is more of a – it's either a long-term stash, seeing if he actually is um, going to get the share that he got this week. Because this, mm-hmm. it was definitely – I mean, he's had two good weeks. This is the first week he's gotten substantial amount of targets. So you're wondering if this rookie coming out is actually going to get this type of um, work consistently. So maybe he's stashing him for later in the year or for a few games to see if he continues, or maybe he's looking to use him as a trade piece for somebody that's excited about him. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I think he's got to get rid of him. I think that having both him and Juju is is not a bad move. I think that he's smart enough, though, Connor, the managerial staff over there at uh, Connor93 Management um, and whatever his team name is. Team names are changing so much these days, it's hard to keep up. Yeah, the bullock to win. But manager Connor is smart enough to know that we've got to turn this around uh, and that Juju, like previous seasons, we saw with A.J. Brown being double guard, like having double teams, getting a lot of attention. There is a knack to plugging in that secondary guy who was Juju last year, a couple years ago, whatever it was. And that's where you mean Antonio Brown. Yeah, what did I say? I said AJ Brown. Okay, AJ Brown. Sorry, I'm with you now. Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw the same thing. Juju started to get the looks. He started to come alive, and that was the play. Like that was the guy. Uh, with that being said, I think that yeah, Chase might be that guy. I don't think he has as much upside as Juju does, but he is a rookie, so we'll see what happens. With all that being said, I wanted to say, what do you think about the thirty-two dollar bid? Thirty-two dollar bid. I thought thirteen dollars over the next one, which I'm not mad about, but I want to hear. 
Is that reaching the 32, or are you kind of like... I thought it was high. Um, if I'm not going to lie, but, I mean, maybe he saw something I didn't. He probably watched that game. I didn't watch that game, so I don't know. I haven't really seen Claypool with my own two eyes yet. So, um, I don't know, but, yeah, I think that was that was definitely high. I thought maybe even 19 was kind of high, so... Yeah, no, I will say, me and, me and... Yeah, I guess we did. Me and Anonymous, one, two, three, four, both did put 19. So, I like that bid, Anonymous, mm-hmm. but, unfortunately, we were way off on, on the highest bidder, so... That's Chase. That's Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. Then we've got um, Alexander Madison. So backup running back for the Vikings with Dalvin Cook potentially missing a week with the injury. Um, so what we've got here is a $32 bid by yours truly, Peace Sweezy. Yeah. Um, second bid was the Dalvin Cook owner himself, Tiz, at 24 with Connor F. at 19. Anonymous one two three four at four and then Isaac again throwing another zero donut down just you know spreading his nets as wide as he can yep. <laughs> with that zero dollar wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see actually what Tiz's dollar range was because I don't think he's got a. Whole I'll tell range. you, he had thirty one dollars, and that's exactly why I put thirty two out there. Thank you for the insight. That's what I yep. wanted to know, and I also wanted to get more. I mean, very heads up play by you, obviously securing the guy because you're in the matchup with him this week. So tell me a little bit about why you bid 32, uh, what you see going into the Tisver matchup, and why you're like, this guy's got to be a guy i got to get. Yeah, so I, I need a win, obviously. I'm selling out for a win, everything I can do. <laughs> everything you can do. <laughs> All I can put into it. So I said, okay, I'm playing Tiz this week. He's got Cook. Um, if I can guarantee, if Cook does not play, that he does not have Alexander Madison, who is a great Backup. He's not just your run-of-the-mill backup. He's actually got a lot of talent. So I'm actually worried about him in the lineup. So I'm just going to try to box him out. He's got $31. I'm going to throw 32 down. If somebody else outbids me, that's fine. Yeah, so be Because it. I'm not playing against them this week. They might trade him to Tiz. So I'll have to deal with that. I'll have to but, deal with that. <laughs> but I, if I can box out Tiz as much as I can, that's what I'm going to do. So that's what I put the 32 bid out there and end up getting him. That's good. That's good. Uh, with, with that, I, I wish you the best of luck. My personal opinion on the Madison deal... First of all, I think Alexander Madison is amazing. Uh, a lot like Latavius Murray. If you remember him being in the backfield, I believe at um, at Minnesota as well, was so good that he got the job offered to him for the Saints backup, and he's still doing really, really well at the Saints organization, mm-hmm. playing a higher-level, top-tier running back situation, but being behind Alvin Kamara. Is, am I remembering that correctly? I feel like we thought Murray was going to be really good, but there was somebody else in that backfield that did Somebody get hurt. Was it like Jarek McKinnon or somebody that ended up being more explosive? I can't remember. I don't um, know either. And we're not, we're not specialists in this category. The reality no. is that I do think that Alexander Madison is good. Yeah. Now, my opinion that you're not going to like, and I've been wrong a billion times, so what's another time for me to be wrong? But my personal preference, when I was looking at Dalvin Cook during that game... Watching him like watching him on the sideline and stuff like that, I don't think he's going to be out long. And I know that this is a long term, well, this is a short term play for you just to secure a W. Mm-hmm. So for those reasons, good for you. But I guess if like let's say anybody else would have came in with that thirty two bid, I would have felt like I don't. I'm not sure what you're doing. I guess to the point of our league, a nineteen twenty four dollar bid by Tiz. These are all respectable because no one's going to go over that limit because I think they see what I'm seeing and what you probably see mm-hmm. um, is that. He might play a week. And yeah. honestly, I even think Dalvin Cook is even going to play 50% of the snaps this week. You think he's going to play this week? 
I do. Hmm. Um, again, I don't think that's uh, you know it's my <laughs> professional opinion, and it's probably not even popular. But I still think he's going to get some time. Yeah. And I think that's going to eat away at just like the momentum that you can build if you're the one lone workload back getting 90, 95% of the touches. So I'm fine with either of those scenarios. So if, if he does end up playing this week, that's fine. I, Which I took, is an actually a sticky situation yeah. of whether or not he should play him. And right. But yeah, I absolutely know that this is a one week rental for Alexander yeah. Madison. I just, yeah, I got him to get to win this week. And then they're on bye next week. So it even further incentivizes them to rest rest Dalvin Cook this week because he's going to get two weeks of rest. So I would really, if I was them, I would rest Dalvin Cook, make sure he was healthy coming in off that bye week. As well as Madison played, you can make a strong argument for it. So hopefully you can eliminate one of his top scorers, get one for yourself, secure a W, take that momentum into next week. Absolutely. That's the hope. Uh, That brings us to our next pickup, me, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Before we get into that take, I want to address a few other things, mm-hmm. if that's all right, and then you can steal back the, the quarterback pickup, and we can talk about Dak for a second. Yeah. Um, last week, we had two people bid $16 on a kicker. We did. And we had uh, players also bid 0 and $1 for a kicker. And I wanted to check in. Let's see. Quick. Let's see what the ROI was on that $16 and see, yeah, let's, bid. Let's see. It was Randy Bullock for three total points and just barely because they just put up that. So sixteen fab dollars will get you a solid three points. That's amazing, wow. amazing job by sixteen fab dollars yeah. gets you three points. Yeah, okay. it's really solid uh, analysis so that's- and managerial studies from. The Calmia Cook uh, management team. They saw Calmia three. Cook, yeah, yeah. They, they they saw three points out there. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, $16, I can secure three points. I love that. Yeah, that's true because you're getting a great return of, you know, $5.3 per point. Yeah, exactly. So that, and that's, and that's what, what you're looking for, right? Right. Well, $5.3 per fab. Right. Is that 5. right? $5.3 fab dollars per point. Per, oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean... It might. So I guess if you spend all of your fab, you might get 20 points. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it's that. It doesn't seem to be checking out the way I thought it did for a moment. I thought it seemed like a really good investment for well, a moment. It's interesting because I would go off to say that that was probably a waste of $16. Mm. Because I saw somebody... I'm with you now. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I saw somebody just last week actually spend, what was it, $1 and secured for themselves 11 points. That's oh. essentially three times, three and a half times. You no, know, I think the wool is over my eyes. That seems better to me. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not going to jump to conclusions, but the way that I see it is $16 for three points versus $1 for 11. I like the Joey Sly move. How many points is that per dollar? <laughs> it's about 11, somewhere yeah, in there. Somewhere- Somewhere in the uh, the eleven eleven point zero category, mm-hmm. I really like that. Okay, that that fab to point ratio. Um, so yeah, just I, I wanted to bring that to light. That I really thought there was some great investments in last week's waiver wire. Really happy to see this week that people did not make the same mistake. I will say someone did spend six dollars on a kicker. I was going to bring it up, but I mean, I would ne- well see. That's what I wanted to say is that I originally started at a forty dollar bid. Right. Yeah, because he's the number one kicker. Yes. So I talked myself down to twenty, 
And then a 16, I thought, could I go lower than a 16 for the top kicker? Man, not based on our recent history. Uh, I mean, I, there's no way. What a risk you took. Yeah, but then I decided I, I'll go ahead and sacrifice the $10 and just uh, I'll try to get my guy here and stack him with my QB, which we'll talk about in a second, too. But I don't know. After talking myself down from 40, I feel really good <laughs> at the about $6 my kicker mark. at $6 mark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you stopped the bleeding a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Um, and also wanted to note from last week, moving over to this week, I will say there was a, there was a pickup of the New York Giants for $3, Eric Johnson dropping the Kansas City Chiefs. And that reminds me of the New York Giants where I told Mark, why are you picking up New York Giants players? <laughs> right. And he proved me daggone wrong. <laughs> you, you even said that he knows something we don't, that the Giants the offense Giants is about offense. to start clicking. And they did. Yeah, so, Mark, kudos to you. I will give you a round of applause, pat on the back. Um, you you were right. And uh, the New York Giants slayed in Ingram. They did not have terrible games, respectable games at least. So kudos for you sticking to your guns, getting your guys. I wanted to verbally apologize on the podcast saying I'm sorry. For, for throwing that shade at you, you proved me wrong by picking up the Giants pieces that you did and securing another W for yourself. So mm-hmm. good for you, good pickup. I did see another notable um, before yep. we get to the stack that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, that Anonymous1234 picked up Juice Landry again. Poop Juice is now on his roster again. So I, I, I just need to put... Who's he playing this week? Cook? I need to put Cook on alert because... Jar- G- Poop Juice is going to throw a 34-yard touchdown this week again. Well, that's... Every time he picks up <laughs> Juice, that's what happens. 100% of the time, a touchdown is thrown from... Yeah, quarterback Poopy Juice is, <laughs> is in whenever Evan drafts him. That's amazing. Speaking of quarterbacks... Yeah, speaking of quarterbacks, we're going to look back up here at the $11 bid on Ryan Fitzpatrick that you stacked with your $6 kicker. So I want to... Hear a little about your thought process going into that pickup, and also just um, condolences on the Dak Prescott going down this week. Injury, yeah. tough to see. This is a this is a twofold situation here. Ryan Fitzmagic, I'm all on board. I'm just on board. All right, listen, this is not where I wanted to be. I did not want to be having a stream of quarterback again. Uh, truth be told, I did not watch the Dallas game, um, and when I heard through the group me. Heard it through the group me that he had hurt himself mm-hmm. and the reports were bad. I was like, this stinks. Mm-hmm. And I'm not happy about it oh. because I did not want that to happen. What a reserved reaction you had. Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh. And what I did say, though, I was, I was like, listen, you know, I'm going to go right back to where I started. And that was looking at the waiver wire every single week, trying to find me a good streaming quarterback. And I'll tell you what, when I saw Fitzmagic, it was love at first sight. Of course. I said, hey, listen, people judge you. People don't think that you're good. People think that you're inconsistent. I'm like, listen, all right? But who doesn't like to watch them? If you're going to be a number six quarterback and bold, like, and help embolden my idea that Josh Allen would not be a top eight quarterback, mm. so be it. I'm going with you. Uh-huh. I'm going to ride that tide. I'm going to ride that Miami current. <laughs> okay, he's going to yeah. be my QB. We're going to remain in the top eight. He's going to continue to put up great numbers. Um, and you're stacking the kicker with him. And I'm stacking the kicker with him. And it's going to be it's going to be a great ride. I mean, I don't even need Dak. Honestly, the, the Dolphins' offense has been surprisingly good this year. You know, Dak's injury might be the best thing that ever happened to me. Okay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> now, sure. With that being said, <laughs> it is worth noting as we transition just for a brief moment, uh, need to... 
update some trade talk and get this out here. Griffin has officially won the trade between me and him. He snuck $20 of fab right from out, out from under my nose, gave me a quarterback with a one-week warranty on him, mm. and... And Kaput. Justin Jefferson with what he put up this week, yeah, two or not, three points. Not good. Not, not, good. not good as of late. Not good. So, uh, great trade, Griffin. You, uh, you 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 get the reward of knowing I – he didn't swindle me. That's the thing. There was proper mm-hmm. etiquette and all that involved. He just did a good job of maybe negotiating. I could have done a better job. John Kern would have been very displeased with me. Mm-hmm. But he won the trade, and you get that satisfaction. Good job, Griffin. John Kern, shouts out. Back to that Gatton – School business. That's right, baby. Dad Knights unite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do. Um, Okay, so that's all the trade talk that we have because none have been no 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 updates. Other updates or trades have gone through. So if you're out there on the trade wire, I know I've been in talks with people. You have also been in talks with people. Continue to go hunting for those trades because they're out there and people are willing. So keep those trades a working. Definitely the best part of fantasy, if you ask my opinion. It's a veritable fire cell at the Peace Weezy organization. I mean, just mix and match. Pick who you want. <laughs> Pick who you want. Uh, I want to transition. To we know, we know. All the gunfights, all the car chases, all the sex we don't want to have with women, but we have to, all do to what you guys do. And we do it again and again. Hey, 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 hey. If I want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm and work your mouth like a puppet. Peace out. Real, real characters. Yeah. You stopping me? What? Dude, that I overheard while I was at work. Okay. Okay, and this is uh, this is this is the it's a forum topic which I want everybody to kind of red alert ears perk up. This is an important topic here at the twenty-eight woo. minute, twenty-eight and a half minute mark. Wee woo, wee woo, radar. Boop boop. Um, meow, meow. Is that a cat? Uh, yeah, catch a cat, cat in there? Bark, bark. This <laughs> <laughs> is squirrel. Ooh, that was like squirrel. bats in a cave. Yeah. Uh, so, forum topic here that I think is worth discussing, and we will add it, and I want to get your initial thoughts. Patrick does not know what we are about to talk about. Wow, another sneaky sauce. Another sneaky sauce right from out of your nose. I wanted to talk to you about the ability. Okay, so my friend, my coworker told me that in his group, they are given the ability to vote down or for a trade. Mm. It requires a majority of the people in the league on a trade to vote up. They have a group of 10. So there's required six votes that must approve the trade mm-hmm. for it to go through. If it does not, then it is vetoed on, vetoed on the spot. Say six out of how many? 10. Okay. So it requires majority. Sorry. If it does not get, if it gets five, five and five, that is a vetoed trade, and the trade is null and void, never happened, does not occur. I wanted to get your initial thoughts on this implementation into the league. This is an ESPN league, I believe it's PPR, but I wanted to get your initial thoughts. I have very strong opinions on this. I'm very excited for your strong opinions, mm-hmm. and um, I'm trying to think if I should add two questions or just throw them at one at one at a time. Mm-hmm. One at a time. I want your initial reactions. Initial reaction of yeah. whether we should do that or not. Is that what Tell you're saying? Tell me why. That'll be my second question: is whether or not we should implement it or not. The okay. first question is: what do you think it brings to leagues? What do you think? Why do you think that it exists in their league? Okay, so I think think that why you think it exists and why it could be implemented in our league could be two different things. I think there's a couple reasons it may exist. I think 
One reason is you have worries about people dumping their roster, and you have worries of collusion, and this is a guardrail against that. So if you have people in your league that you're like, "Ah, I don't know, like Bill and Susie, like Susie doesn't really keep up with the team, doesn't really care, so maybe Bill will just be like, hey, come give me, you know. Yeah. Pat Mahomes, yeah. and I'll give We've you, all been there, and I'll give you Randy Bullock, which I mean seems fair fab wise, but when you get down to the the point totals, probably not. So I think that's one one reason you're worried about collusion, or so you want to be able to veto it at the end of the day. Another reason could just be that you don't want somebody taking advantage of somebody else in your league. You might say. Oh, that guy, like, they're not colluding, but he has no idea what he's doing. Right. Like, Ben knows has no idea that yeah. he's about to give up Thielen, and yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to get back Pap. So yeah. um, so they want to vote against that so one team doesn't become stacked and they take advantage of somebody else. Yeah, okay, so, all right, great response, and I want to counter it, okay, because the way I, f- I feel like it's somewhat objective because – you can sit there, and let's use me and Griff's trade, for example, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's say that was up for trade. Mm-hmm. Someone could be very, very high-level thought mm-hmm. and say, hey, listen, because the Minnesota's offense and the way they run the ball and Kirk Cousins' arms that's proven over the last three years doesn't produce X, X, Y, and Z. For those reasons, the fact that they have a second-tier wide receiver doesn't work in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So I will vote down. And you can mm-hmm. see that top-tier logic getting in the way of what – essentially would have been a fair trade. Mm-hmm. Well, we're saying that it's fair just based on the average overall point values per person. Mm-hmm. If anything, Griff did win, but it was by like a margin of like maybe, what was it, 11 points or something? And at the end of the day, you don't really know what the rest of the season is going to look like. It's true. And that's what those point totals are kind of taking into consideration when I talk about point values per player, mm-hmm. is those analyses are based on what they've done and then what they expect to happen. But that's just a projection. Right. Yeah. Someone could get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right, and it could all be thrown off. So, I just I just say that that it brings a wrinkle into the league that I think. Well, so yeah, you can see where there's if you're really really smart, you could over justify a reason for a no. Mm-hmm. And if you have a majority of a league that does that, it's like, well, what would have been a fair trade has now been justified as wrong because of Minnesota's offense for the last five years or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is unfair, which I think that doesn't make sense if you wanted Dak Prescott and you needed to make it work. Also, I wanted to add that what it does is, and what I like about it, and this is why I'm going to say this, present it to you, and see if it should go into our league, is I love the involvement. I do love that if a trade goes out, and the way that it's set up in this league, I'll tell you, but if a trade goes out, everyone needs to vote on it. Like Everyone's a part of what's going on in the league, and it's not just snuffed under your nose, and then it comes across your feed, and you're like, oh crap, what happened? I like that part of it. I like that everybody gets to say, gets to put the two cents in, I vote yes or no. And the way that it works there is if you don't vote, then it automatically passes it. So if you're not paying attention, you neglect, then it goes through. Which I think is the right decision. If you're not paying attention, I don't think you should get in the way if you're not going to care enough to have an opinion on something. Now, with that being said, do you think that it should be implemented in our league? And if you don't, or if you do, tell me why. I think absolutely not. <laughs> I feel very strongly, absolutely not. That's good. Because um, I don't think anybody should have a say in your trade. Like, I think yeah. we should trust everybody in the league that they're not going to collude, and that's the only worry I would have with trades. Except for Mark. Except maybe Mark, according to But no to one's going to collude with him. Yeah, because... <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. No, I don't think that would be the only reason I would want that, because 
I don't want people having opinions on the trade that I just did with somebody else. If we both agreed to it, yeah. then it doesn't really matter um, because we don't know what could happen. Like, I could trade right now yeah. Antonio Gibson for Alvin Kamara, and it could Alvin Kamara, and it could seem like a dumb trade. Makes no sense. But then what happens? I don't know. Lev Bell goes to the Saints, and then all of a sudden Kamara is splitting time with Lev Bell, and then Antonio Gibson gets used like Christian McCaffrey the rest of the year. Like, anything can happen is what I'm saying. Like, that's ridiculous, but anything literally can happen tomorrow that would change a trade. So I, I just, I don't think, I guess I would be, I would ask you why you think it's good to have the league involved with a trade as opposed to just having a reaction to it. Because, I mean, the NFL, like, they don't vote on that, you know? Like, if Christian McCaffrey goes to the Giants tomorrow, the rest of the league has no say, like, they, if they've traded and they've come to terms. But so, the NBA does. Yeah. Assuming that Chris Paul Lakers trade. True. Uh, but here, here's my honest opinion. I actually don't want it in the league. Okay. I literally just heard it from them in ESPN PPR league, and I was like, huh, I wonder why we didn't even consider that as an option. Uh, ultimately, I agree with what you're saying, that it is meant for keeping people from trade raping others. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point, not dumping. And if mm-hmm. anything, in a dynasty league, that would be most important. Mm-hmm. is, hey, if you're making pieces that are moving for generations and years and all that stuff, it matters a whole lot more than just a seasonal league. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't care for it in the league. I just thought it was very interesting, and I thought maybe it's so dumb that it wasn't worth presenting, but I definitely wanted to lobby it up to see if there was a majority of people that say, like, no, I want to be part of approving whether or not a trade is deemed fair mm-hmm. and make comments on that. Yeah. So, I don't think it's dumb to bring it up. I think a lot of, like, a lot of leagues do it. Um, I just, yeah, I don't think we should. Yeah. Um, I'd say overall our skill set would not warrant this being existent in the league. Yeah, and here's what could happen also. Like, this could be a different type of thing that you don't want in the league. Like, if imagine a trade goes up, somebody's trading into our division, and we feel like the person in our division won that trade, and they're getting some really stacked pieces. Yep. I mean, I'm not saying we would, but you would have the temptation to vote against that because, yeah. no, I don't want I don't want that stacked team in, in my division all of a sudden. So Yeah, and that brings up a great point, and I won't go on this long, but I will say stacked teams, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a very important topic, I think, to, like I, because like you just said, if I think someone will blow up and I want that piece, it is my choice and my intuition that would both prove me right if it did happen or completely like like, you know, completely shoot me in my foot if I got it wrong. Exactly. And that's why I don't want perceptions of other people getting in the way of that. Yeah. So, like, my perception of this person getting a stacked team right. should not get in the way of that trade happening and because yeah. because he could not have a stacked team. He could get that team and then be terrible the rest of the season. So I like, completely agree. And, yeah. I, and again, yeah, I, this is I can't even play really devil's advocate for it because I'm not for it. Uh, I can't even try because I don't even believe in it. But I do think that the stacked thing is a real, like, it's a real fear. And I was trading with, like, me and Connor were brewing on a trade today, and I got myself into the thought of, what is Connor's team going to look like after this? Granted, I don't think that's a bad thought. I think it's worth visiting, but I don't think it's worth hanging your trade on. Mm -hmm. Because if I think that so-and-so is going to do well for me in this slot, and well for me in this slot, and it's better for me to have those two in those slots than the one that I'm trading away... And his team just so happens to have, like, you know, two top-tier RBs and two top-tier wide receivers. That's good management on his part, and there's nothing that I can do about that other than better my team. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I just, yeah. And me and you got into a big fuss whenever you try to do this, whenever your league, whenever your team was stacked with so much depth that you could sprinkle out players at a high value with great return. Mm-hmm. And I was upset because it sucks that you can go take what usually is a trade rate move using a bench piece mm-hmm. to solidify a top tier flex piece. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's numero uno. Watch out for this. If mm-hmm. this guy doesn't ha- doesn't use him and he's sitting on his bench, then he's going to try to get maximum value for somebody who he will play. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a no brainer. Yeah. And um, and whenever you were able to do that, I was upset. When in turn, <laughs> it definitely was true and it was right, and you were on the right side of that argument because you had so many good pieces that you could do that. And that's good management on your side. That's not poor management or lack of good management on anyone who says, no, the value's there. That's good for my team. That's good for my season. Because the reality is that even if your team's stacked, it's fantasy football. You Mm -hmm. can drop a goose egg. So give me the players that are going to make me more secure and more solidified, in my opinion. Let's put some of my fantasy analysis to work and actually solidify a better team. And then if we find, like, I have to make it into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And if me and you find our ways into the playoffs, then the reality is that I now have a more solidified team than I did. You might have a stacked team, but the reality is that we're both there, and either one of us could lay a goose egg. And I'm just trying to prevent myself from laying a goose egg when star players lay goose eggs all the time. Yep, anything can happen. So you should be looking at how your team looks after the trade, not necessarily how the other team looks after the trade. I'm just trying, yeah, that's what I want to kind of get out here. It didn't mean for this to happen, but it became a, you know, trade awareness, Mm -hmm. like little monologue here where I'm just getting on my soapbox and saying, listen, you can't just judge whether or not a team's stacked and hold that against the traders in the value, like traders in the process of trading with each other. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Right. The whole goal of getting the playoffs, do whatever you got to do to get. You got to get to the playoffs. Anything can happen. He's, he's, if you he's lose get to a there. stacked team that keeps on scoring two hundred points in a half PPR league, then so be it. Mm-hmm. But I've seen teams projected for a whole lot and do absolutely half of that. So. Yep. Okay. It's the truth. That's my that's my rant. So I appreciate everybody listening for that. Just be aware. Trade awareness, okay? Trade awareness. Uh, trade lives matter. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> 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 I don't want. I don't want to edit it out, but I don't know. What would, what would I actually mean there? I would be like, your team matters. There you go. Your team, your matters. team matters, and if the value is there, I say take it. Your team is important. You getting in the playoffs is important to you. You should do whatever you need to do to get in there. Facts. Right. That's my. That's my stance. Moving in. I think you're a fake cop. I hear a guy who's probably a little insecure. Ah! To the uh, the Danny Ainge and Blizzo Award here at the 41-minute mark. Doing pretty good with time, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. So Danny Ainge, Blizzo Award, me and you have selected... Actually, I'm going to let you take it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Danny Ainge and Blizzo Awards. <laughs> Sorry. So this <laughs> my week... turn to drink water, eat cookie, or drink bourbon after going on my rant and getting sweaty. Yeah. Yeah, you need to cool down over there. Um, yeah, I'll start with my Danny Ainge Award. And, um, gosh, I, I, I didn't want to do it, but I have to two weeks in a row give the Danny Ainge Award to the guy on the other side of the ball for me. Oh, wow. Because okay. it was just such a close matchup. Yeah. Um, so decisions were made that allowed Isaac to win. And, I mean, the big one I want to key in on, because I questioned it at the beginning of the, of the week, I was like, man, T.Y. Hilton has done nothing this year. Scotty Miller is going to be on the field with Tom Brady with a banged-up wide receiver core. 
if I was him, I might start Scotty Miller. And Scotty Miller throws the goose egg, and T.Y. Hilton gets nine points, and he beats me by five. So I think that's a big decision that he probably wrestled with. I'm sure he thought about it. He's a thoughtful guy. Mm -hmm. So he probably thought about it a lot and decided to go T.Y. Hilton and just hope that he could produce and ended up working out for him. So, I mean, obviously a lot of things fell his way this week. Yeah. Um, And I just think some good management decisions got him there to that victory. So I'm going to have to give him the Danny Ainge Award. That's good. I want to uh, to give out my Danny Danny Ainge Award. Worth noting. Well, I'll say first. Give my Danny Ainge Award to Kevin Wallace. Kevin, if you're listening to this, buddy, dude, great work this week. Mm. Okay? And I'm going to say why I'm giving him the Danny Ainge Award specifically, but I do think it's worth noting. Me and you, I don't know if you did or not, but we are no longer looking at the Week 5 report given to us by Sleeper. Yeah. We're not really acknowledging it. So for me mm. to say that Kevin is that this is an emotional decision by me, Mm-hmm. This is not manipulated by any way by the by the weekly report given to us by Sleeper. The reason why I'm picking what's in the box. Mm-hmm. Watch the re- I listened to the rewatchable what's podcast of Bill Simmons on Seven. It was very very good. Don't know if you listen to rewatchables or not, but they're fun if you listen to podcasts. But putting up a like a just putting the booty whip smackdown on our buddy here, Eric Johnson, and 152 points. Most points this week, and you don't hear a whole lot of chatter out of, out of Kevin. Just mm-hmm. rolling through, picking a perfect lineup. Watson with 33. Elliott with 24. Metcalf with 24. Lamb with 16. Kelsey with 20. So there, there is thoughts that there is a theory that you could have put Lamb more in a. You could have maybe trusted Gage in that kind of situation, or maybe thought, eh, you know, maybe we'll go with. Uh, a different pickup off the waiver wire or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm maybe I'm just talking out of my butt here. <laughs> but Lamb was the right play. Sixteen, uh, Kelsey with twenty, Freeman with seventeen. There's an argument. You could have made the argument that Freeman should not have been played in your flex, mm-hmm. but he stuck to his guts. Picked another Giants offensive piece that did clicking, well. Man. Clicking, man. Clicking, man. Clicking. And um, I just, I just think the most impressive part. You put up the most points in the week. You. Put up the booty whoop smackdown on Eric Johnson, and I don't hear a word out of him out of the group me. He's just like, just going about my business, two and three now. Mm-hmm. Just going about my business, don't mind me. 152 points, don't mind me. Like Damian Tomlinson, man. There's no big celebration, he just pops that ball over to the ref and then moves on with his day. Touchdown. Mm-hmm. Bucket. A W. Next week, what we got? So, Kevin, for those reasons, you get the Danny Angel Award from me, buddy. Thank you for being so, uh, so professional. Wow. Wow, big doings there. Big points, big win, big Ainge. We're looking at the next <laughs> Blizzo here this week. and He's got that big Ainge. He's got that big Ainge. Like and so I'm looking at you, Ben P. I'm yeah, sorry. i got to no, give you the Blizzo. I'm sure you saw this coming. Oh, um, no doubt about it. You had the lowest points total on the week. We talked about the trade already. Yeah, that's just not working in your favor. Can I get a little defense that, I mean, Prescott went down with an ankle injury? No, because that was part of the trade. So you should have seen that coming. Poor management. Poor management. Poor management. Poor management. And I just got to say, man, like your your points total is catching up with you. Yeah. You know? So I'm looking at the points total on in the league. I have to say it out loud. Lowest points yeah. in the league. Me, Connor, Air Johnson, Evan Shacklett, all watching football on Sunday at his house. Luke Warford joined us as well um, for, um, for the 1 o'clock to 4.30 games. And... Connor was just rolling off stats. Mm-hmm. And every statistical category says 
I should not be winning fo- these fantasy football because games. Because the second stat is you have the second lowest points against. Yeah. So basically, you're facing less than me every week, and I'm an 0-5 team. And I'm outscoring you, and you have less over 140 points less against you each week. And somehow you're 2-3. and three. So it caught up with you. Blizzo of the week. That's my reasoning. Yeah. Deal with it. Uh, 100% agree with this. Blizzo of the week for me for sure. Poor management on the trade. Uh, Hail Mary Prescott touchdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For my boy Post Malone. Did not work out for me. No. no. Uh, and I'm going to be... Oh, that's man. why you changed the name. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Uh, I no, did pick no, up no. your your team name before you explained it, though. I understood okay, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I needed now that he's out of the team, we had to change the name. Mm-hmm. Going to the low hanging fruit, Fresh Prince of Hilaire. Hopefully, our team will get Hilaire. in shape. Elaire, sorry, and that will help <laughs> him come alive because he needs to. Yeah. Worth noting on the pod, he is on the trading block. He has been in talks with numerous people uh, since his another poor outing of ten and a half for mm-hmm. a first round draft pick. But the problem also on this, and why I am the Blizzo for sure. Mm-hmm. was that the win was there. It was on my bench. The win was within my grasps. One one substitution would have done it. Yeah, that's so, true. So with that being said, yeah, if you can't you can't leave it all out there on the field and you're making poor decisions, you deserve the Blizzard Award. Rightfully, I am I am presented with the award. So not uh, not a surprise to me. Thank you for pointing out that statement. Oh, point out a lot. Did you... Put yourself as Blizzo as well? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I didn't, but once you <laughs> presented it, I was like, yeah, I guess I do have to put myself here. Uh, I originally picked Evan because mm-hmm. there's so much talk leading into this uh, game for him to just lay a goose egg and lose another game. Yeah. So a lot of talk, a lot of lineup adjustments, a lot of what was thought at the time as good management ultimately led to another loss. It's like one of those situations where I guess you would look at Greg Popovich and be like, how does he keep on losing every game if he's a good manager? Mm. You begin to just tell yourself, he's actually not a good manager. Mm. And then before you know it, you're looking across the court and you're like, oh, that's not Greg Popovich. That's just some old blind goose egg man sitting, oh, sitting out of there <laughs> coaching a team. That's President Snow. He's just a homeless man. That ain't Greg Popovich. <laughs> yeah. He's just a homeless man. Oh, man. So uh, that was my blizzard originally, but rightfully I actually do think that I am. So Okay. With that being said, let's move on to our next segment. All units, we've got a possible jumper. We all know you're in a very dark place right now. I'm gonna do it! You're feeling as if sweet death is your only release. Oh, we got a second jumper! Oh, look, he's flying! I labeled this segment, uh, it came to me in a dream. Not really. (laughs) It is... I don't know why that got me. Note to self, note to you. Note to self, note to you. Mm. And what does that mean, Ben? That just means typically you want to say note to self so you can remember. You remember what's going on. Uh-huh. What's going on, man? Note to self. But this is not a note to self. This is actually a note to you. And so we actually have something that we want to say to each member of this league. We've divvied up the people, and we have something to tell you. So if you are listening to the podcast and you're a part of the fa- the Fight Club League, part of the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. Podcast Network. Media source that you're listening to, mm-hmm. then uh, we're talking to you, man. We're talking to you here, Fight Club members. And what we're going to do is we're just going to, we wrote a little note to you and we're going to tell it to you. And it's not going to be long, but we've got something to tell you. So without further ado, I'll kick us off if that's all right. Do it. Kick it right off. Okay. You ready? I'll receive it. Okay, good. Well, actually, they'll receive it. 
Uh, you'll receive this one. Oh, good. Patrick. Mm. Note to you, man. Hey. It's time to shift focus, buddy. Oh. Yeah, it's time to shift focus. Um, there's things that good managers do. And when they are faced with an altercation, they pivot and adjust. Is there things you could have done? Yes. But the fantasy gods do not want you to win this year. They do not want you to win. What they want to do is they want to put you in the suit. Mm. What I need you to do is pivot, Mm. adjust, do everything you can to not get in the suit. It's not about a championship this year. If anything, the last week just taught us you are not meant to win this year. We saw it on the TV on a Tuesday night football game. By my own team. By your own team. It's time to pivot. Be a good manager. Don't wind up in the suit. That's my, that's my note to you. Thank you. Um, Benny P. Okay, back at it, boy. Note to self, note to you. Yeah, yeah. We've get, touched on this a little bit. Let me bit. get a little bourbon in my sister before I receive this. Very similar. Um... It is time to pivot for you as well. I didn't use that phrase. I didn't use that phrase, but here's the phrase I used. Benny P, kind of a fraud. Oh, gosh. You have the lowest points for in the league. Yeah, okay, all right. You have the second lowest points against. I have more points than you on the year. And I have more losses as an 0-5 team because you had 140 less points scored on you than I have. Benny P, better get your house in order. Because rough days are coming, unless you make a change. Signed, Patrick P. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, okay. Well done to both of us. Yeah. I really like that. Pat on the back to each of us. <sighs> Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson. Keep going to Connor's house. On Sundays. Hmm. There was some talk. He was at Connor's house. He's like, listen, I got my first win when I was here watching Red Zone. Don't let this week deter you from that. The reality is that you put up a fine outing. You just went up against the most points for this week. And that's not going to happen every single week. Keep going to Connor's. Keep going to Connor's. Make the trip. Make the drive. And I, I know you lost this week, but keep the course. Connor's, Red Zone... Gosh, I wish I could read what I said. Connor's red zone is the answer. Jackson will come alive. The stack will continue to produce. Sanders will continue to carry the workload for the Eagles as they are absolute garbage. Keep the faith, bud. But add depth if you can. You're looking thin. Hmm. Are you talking about physically or are you talking about on this team? Both. Oh. It's because he, he's just got that high cardio. Note to self. Note to you. Signed. Benny P. That was a great little touch that he did. To, so yeah. I'm going to steal it. Okay. Note. You can take it. Yeah. Uh, signed, Benny P. Okay. Add some depth. Looking <laughs> <Okay>, thin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tis. Note to self. You're looking thin. Sorry. <laughs> All right. No. All right, keep going. Sorry. Tiz, note to self, note to you. You're rolling this year, buddy. You're rolling four and one. But you got to add some RB death, depth. Mm-hmm. You got to add some running backs. You have very few running backs, and the ones you have are made of glass. 
<laughs> you need to get some running backs on the squad. Yeah. That's the only bad news I have for you. Other than that, you're pretty solid. Signed, Patrick B. Oh, this is so good. I'm loving this segment. I am loving it. Gosh. Um, all right. No interruptions here. This is, these are going to get more and more sincere as we go because I like mm-hmm. this segment so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Hey, Isaac. It's your buddy, Ben. <laughs> yeah, it's me, man. I wanted to talk to you real quick. Your win streak, it's begun. You remember that one season where you went on a 10-win streak? Yeah. This is it, man. This is your moment. But I've got to be honest. I can't see you continuing this streak. I just can't. You're not the streak freaks this year. You're not at all. If anything, you barely have any running backs. How can you win and go on a streak if you don't have any running backs? So, on the same note as what Patrick said to Tisver, you've got to add some RB depth. But here's the thing. I have a solution for you, bud. You need to trade Robert Woods. He is a tradable piece on your team that could actually turn into real running back value. Trade him. Build some RB depth and keep this streak going. Listen, you're not receiver believers. That's Griffin. That's Scruff McGruff. That's not him. Be you. Trade Woods. Get some RB depth. All right. And I will say to the rest of the league and Isaac included, playing with a target on your back, it ain't easy being the champion going into the league. So respect my king. Sincerely, Benny P. That's great. Okay, mm. moving on to uh, moving on to Cook. Note to self, note to you. You have a great team. <laughs> you used to have a great team. <laughs> Five and zero, oh, just solid. The only weakness I can find is your tight end. You got Gigantor in there, and he's not working out. But you've got some great pieces you could trade for a solid stud tight end. Other than that, you're strong. You're all but guaranteed the playoffs. I'm going to go ahead and guarantee you make the playoffs. Wow, should we post it? Sorry. I, I don't think it's a post. He's 5-0. Sorry, okay. He's going to make it there. You're right. It's easy. We can post it if you want, but I'll no, take that just, easy dub. Yeah. But yeah, Cook, strong team. Get you a tight end. I've got two of them. Neither one of them are that great. But I would trade them to you. <laughs> Signed, Patrick P. Uh, shoot. Reminds me of Adam Sandler a little bit. I don't know why. Really? I, I'm trying to remember what it reminds me of Adam Sandler. I'll find it. I'll think right. of it. Anyway, go ahead. What's up, Luke? Hey, bud. Me and you this week, man. We're going head to head. Kind of excited. Honestly, I'm terrified because your team's good. Team's real good. I think I might have caught you on a bad week. But what I've got to tell you is you need to move that defense. It's no longer COVID eligible. (laughs) Watch out, buddy. Get it moving or you will be penalized. Hmm. But you've had a great season. I mean, in contrast to last season, this is night and day better, my friend. I'm looking across the podcast here at someone who looked like you did last year. You're not there anymore. You're much, much better than that. And I'm proud of you. Keep up the hope for Cup. You've had a great season and relying on him is never a bad move. Odell, he might continue to crap the bed, but if you weather the storm, you will end up right in the conversation of playoff bubble, baby. You can find yourself in the playoffs, and I've got you in the championship game. Keep it up. You're having a great season. Signed, Benny P. Next on the list, Mark. 
Buddy. You it's, surprised. It's, me. it's Pat. It's me. It's, it's Pat. It's your boy Pat. It's Pat. It's the sensei. <laughs> Mark, listen here, man. You surprised a lot of people this year. You've got a great team. After last year, it's a big surprise because of your record and what you went up against. But this year, things have turned around for you. You've got the lowest points against in the league. You're churning out W's like only some of it, only others would wish that we could. But Mark, um, I don't remember what else I had to say to you. <laughs> Except that you're putting up good point totals this year, too. We're, we're happy for you. Oh, I know what I was going to say, Mark, and this, I want you to listen. I know Evan said he thinks you would collude. I don't think so, buddy. I don't think you would collude. I think, I think you're a stand-up guy. And I think you're probably great at golf. He is good at golf. I think he would smack me in some golf. He would smack me in golf, too. But yeah, Mark, congratulations on a good team this year. I have high hopes for you. Signed. <laughs> Yours truly. Patrick P. I got it. Hey, what's up, Evan? This is Ben. Benny P. Are you there? I can't hear you. Evan S., you're breaking up. Evan S., okay. Part of your confidence is an illusion. Part of it isn't. Most of it is. The reality that you lost CMC and are still in, uh, well, and still have the pieces to actually put up more than 120 points a week is baffling. It's actually really good management. Unfortunately, the wins... The win column continues to only grow one every four to five weeks. That's not going to get it done. And that's not the sign of good management. But I will say this, Evan S. If you can find a way to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps with the hit, the IR hit of CMC to your lineup this year, it will go down as one of the greatest managerial moves of all time. Your greatness will be admired for years to come if you can find a way to get in the playoffs from this scenario. I'm rooting for you. I'm one of your close buddies, and I really am in your corner. I hope that you can pull it out and that we can look back on your managerial greatness for years to come. XOXO, Benny P. Let's imagine Evan in the car hearing you like, I can't hear you. And he's just like, I'm here. <laughs> ben, I've been here the whole time. I'm right, I'm right here. I'm right here. Bad connection. Griff. Note to self, note to you. Man, you've got a lot of depth. All of a sudden. Because of a trade you've made. Your team's looking great. My only suggestion would be level up at RB a little bit. You've got some guys that have been solid. But you could really move some depth pieces to level up an RB, just one tier, and then you'd be dangerous. You've got a great organization. We go on for days and days about how good of a trade partner you are. And one of these days, we're going to get it done. Signed, Patrick P. Connor F. Talking to you, bud. It's, it's your high school buddy, Ben. Here to tell you that You've had a great season, man. You've had a great season. And your managerial prowess is is very rarely matched, if at all. You're a great manager. You've done a great job this year. But I'd ask you, are you losing focus? 
Are you thinking about the playoffs too early? Are you reaching when you should probably just be securing and fortifying your team? Don't reach too early. We learned it in lesson from the great Michael Jordan. You reach, I teach. So be careful when you're reaching. But all in all, you have a great team. You've put together a marvelous team stacked with really good depth and high ceilings, low floors, or high floors and low ceilings, very consistent players. I think that's, that's right. And I'm going to be honest. If I had to pick a manager to manage my team for the rest of the season, I'd pick you. But be careful. Don't trip on your way to the playoffs. You might end up flat on your face. Trust what got you here. Your looks and talent. Sincerely, Benny P. Kev. Kev W. Note to self. Note to you, my friend. Listen, Kev. You've had a rough go of it so far this season. Two and three. We've been going up against a buzzsaw every single week. You have one of the highest points against. All I have to say to you is there's some brighter days ahead. You've got some epic W's on the way. Epic. And we're all going to celebrate. We're going to epically celebrate when you get these W's. (laughs) So, Kev, just hang in there, buddy. You've got a good team, and you're going to crank off some real tight W's. Your best friend. (laughs) Your admirer, Patrick P. Distant stalker. (laughs) Distant stalker. (laughs) Window watcher. Uh, that will conclude our note to self, note to you segment. I really enjoyed that. That was special to me. Uh, yeah, so thanks, thanks so much for for doing that. That was really fun. We're gonna jump into the weekly reviews uh, in this order. For those of you who are concerned, as I am at home, uh, we're gonna go. <laughs> we're going to look back at our takes from last week, and then we're going to review all the takes. No. No, what we're going to do is we're going to look at all the takes first, add any ones that need to be added, review them, and then we're going to review last week's matchups, and then we're going to do a pick'em. Does that sound good with everybody? Yeah, sounds great, Ben. Thanks. Let's do it. Perfect. So, let's move into the... Hi. Who are you? I'm his wife. This is a ball and chain. Oof. Come on, seriously, who is that? I am a real cop. I'm working on a huge case. You're coming with me. It's a wooden gun. Oh! Weekly review. <laughs> Did we have any takes this week, Patrick? Yeah, we got takes. Let me what tell you about so, these takes. So we could sticky note them. Where did the sticky notes go? I'm not prepared to answer that. <laughs> can I go searching for them? Uh, yeah. You can. No, you, you shouldn't look there. You know what? Um... I'm just going to run real quick to the uh... <laughs> the glory hole. Uh, um, let's see. I mean, I we were moving around. We took takes before at my place. Maybe they're in the backpack. Maybe they're not. But what we went ahead and did for you guys is 
obviously we had the picks from last week. We've reviewed those. And then we are going to do ours this time. But I will say this. What we did was we cut out all of the processing at the time of. We actually wrote them down beforehand. And, <laughs> and so that way we got the analysis broken down for you right here on the spot. Right here on the spickety spot. So we're going to tell you our thoughts uh, in in a concise order and not just kind of rambled all the way through and thinking it while we're together. So with that, I'm actually going to hit the pause button. We're going to find the sticky notes and we're going to get after it. Thanks. See ya. Well, actually not see ya. Just hiya. Listen up. We need your cooperation. We are doing a lot of property damage. Oh, cool. A helicopter. Where'd you learn to drive like that? Grand Theft Auto. All right, we're back. And we found other sticky notes to use. Do I have any boogers in my nose? I don't see any. No bats in the cave? No caves in the bats. Okay. Um, we are going to first. Are there any updated takes? Let's do that. Yep. So, well, this one's more of a guarantee. Yes. We have another guarantee by Evan? Yeah. Well, just the one that came up today, yeah. Which it was? Which was he was going to guarantee a win over Cook. All right, so I'm, let's talk about the merit of the guarantee. What's your opinion? I have an opinion. What's yours? Yeah, we told ourselves that we would do this. Mm-hmm. Judge it, just to make sure. Yep. Um, I think that it was emotional. I think that it was in the moment. It was reserved. If to say the least, it was reserved. It was all lowercase. <laughs> yeah. And I'm counting it as a guarantee. Uh, and eventually, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he keeps this up, the guarantee is not going to mean anything. It's just going to be another another word that uh, that that means nothing. Hmm. That's I, I'm taking it as a take. I thought it was emotional. He's trying to make a statement. He is looking at his team. He's very proud of his team and the management and stuff that he's done to get where he's at. And he is all but for sure in his brain that he is going to win. And that it's not. It's I, I don't think it's out of question. So for those reasons, I consider it as a guarantee. He put the letters together that spell a guarantee. He did not all caps it, which is typical Evan-esque fashion. Sure. But in my opinion, any time in fantasy football you guarantee a win, it's a guarantee. It's tough. Like, you, you can lose literally any week. So it's not like this is a done deal, even though Cook has a lot of players on bye week this week. Like, a win is tough to guarantee in this week. <laughs> if anybody can show you that. It's your winless boy, Patrick P. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this, this definitely stands up. That's a guarantee. So there it is. It's stuck. Is that the only take? No, we've got some more takes. Okay. So along the same lines. For those of you curious at home, we did find other sticky notes. They resemble the pink color, but they are not pink in nature. Yeah. They're actually kind of like a burnt orange, and they're going to work just fine. Yeah. Kind of salmon. Yeah. A little bit salmon. Close to pink. We almost had salmon for dinner. But we didn't. It's not bad. I like salmon. Here's another take along the same lines, only it's a reverse. Eric fully expects to lose to Griffin this week. <laughs> so Eric, that's a take. Is that a take? got a take. Uh, he, yeah. he expects to lose. We're writing it down. Consider it stuck. I don't think he meant for this to happen. Exactly. And that's why it's happening. Okay. Consider it stuck. So Eric? You got a take on the board. You expect to lose to Griffin this Griff. week. Um, so this is actually a great way to hedge his bets. 
Yeah. If, is... if he loses, he wins the take. Yeah. If he wins, he gets a dub. Good job, Eric. I think it's a great strategic move by Eric. Smart Jay. play. Smart, Smart play. play. Okay. Any other takes? Almost worthy of the Danny Ange Award, but we don't want to go that far. Uh, let's see. Maybe a whoopsie of the week if it's not careful. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Uh, like, W. Oh, wow. Okay. Here's what he said. He said he thinks that you are going to score over 130 points, but that he is going to win. I love that take. That's a great yeah, take. Yeah, that's great. So we're looking for it. Benny P. Will score more than 30? Yeah. He said, do you think you'll score more than 30, 130? Then he spaced all the way down, like 30 spaces, and he said, but I'll still win. Consider it stuck. I'm really looking forward to that. What is this, week six? Yeah. It's easy for me to count. Just look at the lost column. Add one. <laughs> Consider it stuck. <laughs> um... Okay, so this was a take that was kind of made over the weekend that we can kind of now review to see if it held up or not. Are we moving into review takes now? Well, it's kind of weird because it wasn't a take on the board because it was made this weekend. Oh, I see. So it was post-pod, midweek, pre-pod. All right, let's do it. So Mark was throwing a lot of things around with his matchup with Evan. there was a lot of talk early. Uh, One of the things he said, Evan said something like, I hate that our matchup may go to Tuesday night. And Mark said, our matchup will be decided on Sunday. I'll have such a lead that the Tuesday night games won't matter. Okay. That's what he said. Yeah. So we can kind of review that now. So the score on yeah, Sunday no night. No need to write anything down here. Let's just yeah, discuss it. Let's just discuss it. So Sunday night, you know, he was up 86 to 60. That's pretty decisive. 26. Pretty decisive. With how many players left for... Evan. So Evan had Josh Allen. I'm not sure if he had somebody else. I think maybe it was just Josh Allen. Okay. Um, and a, then a quarterback he, can get 26. But he had Singletary and Derrick Henry left. Yeah. And so the final score, Evan ended up scoring 88 points. So technically, it did matter. It did matter it because did if Mark would have laid goose eggs, he would have beat him by two. If your quarterback, but, your running back, and well, sorry, your quarterback and both running backs don't get two points. Right. So it's basically decide because you have to, yeah, you've got two players left. He's just got his quarterback left, I think. Um, so at the end of the day, the take is kind of true. Yeah. He didn't really the, have a chance. And here's the thing. This is what we're trying to address here. Like, why are we talking about this? Well, here at the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated Analysis Department, what we try to pride ourselves on is if something is discussed in a content fashion, whether it's via GroupMe, whether it's via the Cozy Culture content, whether the whether it's the Cozy Corner content culture, whether it's the Cozy Culture content corner, hmm. the analysis department just wants to find it, bring yeah. it to light. And, we got to talk about it. And talk about it. Yeah. And so with that being said, I think this is a great thing to discuss. I'm glad that you brought it to our attention because I think that it's a great take. I think it was bolstered by facts. Science, some of the pillars that mm-hmm. we, 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 we look back on and will use moving forward. And for those reasons, I think it's a solid take and it should bolster the managerial staff confidence at the, the Mark, Mark Wynn uh, team. One last take that he did make in the midst of this. Um, he did say he expects the Ravens, they should have three pick sixes. So he did say that. 
Um, so I did screenshot that. And looking back at the Ravens, they scored 25 points. And they did have one touchdown. I don't know if it was an interception run back or if a fumble run back. I'm pretty sure it was an interception pick six. So he's a third of the way there. And well, that's a strong take, but the defense did get it done, and that's what I think he was essentially trying to say. Exactly. And so, again, here at the analysis department, yes, do we take words? I mean, do we take them word for word what they are? Absolutely. Do we also paraphrase things to make things make sense in situations like this where you have a coherent manager and Mark? Absolutely. He doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. He barely knows about what football is. So for him to say they're going to score three pick sixes, what he means is six times three is 18. Mm-hmm. Add a couple sacks and not very many yards, you get a very, very strong outing. Right. Was he correct about that? Here at the Pumping Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated Analysis Department, we think so. Yeah, he did have three converted turnovers. So if each of them went for a touchdown, we would have definitely given him the full check mark. On this one, we're just going to give him a little, a little gold star. We're going to give him a gold star and say, hey, listen, next time tone it down a little bit. <laughs> just make a strong take like your defense will get plus 20. My team is going to score 25. Imagine if he said that. Wow. That would have been fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the that's the takes that we need to add. That was a take to review and add, and now we'll give a gold star to, and the rest of these will go on the wall. Yeah, thanks for everybody making your takes. We've been telling everybody if you got a take, make it. Uh, the reality is that we play in a loud league, and when you make comments, they're very easy to take note of. Write them down and bolster them as facts or fiction. And if we missed any, let us know. Absolutely. I want to do good cop, bad cop. I come strong, and then you come in. Got it. I want to know everything. Now. Okay, well, I'll talk to you. You're reasonable. No, no. You want to talk to me? Ah! 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 I thought you said bad cop, bad cop. Let's move on to the review segment where we take a look back at our previous matchups. Um, our previous matchups from the week before that we pick, and we keep score, a running tally of very, very important to us that we keep score because this is going to be an on- ongoing battle between me and Patrick as to who selected the most W's. So, we jump right into it. So, just giving an update on the score. Sure. Benny P currently is setting at nine correct guesses, and Patrick P is setting at eight correct guesses on the season before this review. Nine Say eight. that one more time. Nine to eight. Benny P is nine. Patrick P is eight. Thank you. Uh, our first matchup is Mark versus Evan. I selected Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this, uh, uh, I selected scoring. Mark and you selected Evan. And we, Mark did get the win. Mark did get the win, so I'm going to take a point there. That's awfully nice of me to do. Um, you said that Josh Kelly was going to go off for 18+. plus. I don't think he did that. And he did... Not even play? No, he played. He's in the flex. Oh, okay, sorry. Thank you. Didn't go far enough. And uh, I think Justin Jackson ended up getting the workload there. And that's why Evan didn't get the W, so that makes sense. Makes sense. So, okay, so all checks out. We move on. We had Connor versus Luke. I selected Connor. You selected Connor. We were both correct. Okay. Murray, I said, was going to have two touchdowns. He did have two touchdowns, one throwing and one rushing. I remember you brought it to our attention. Which one is it going to be? I think I also said something along the lines that somebody's going to steal one of Drake's touchdowns on an end around. Do you remember us talking about that? 
I said yeah, that like Hopkins, Hopkins or something yeah. is going to steal, mm-hmm. and I don't think that happened. But I did have Murray getting two oh, touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. you wow. all, you had Lockett going for. He did not. Plus twenty. He actually laid an egg, which is worth oh. noting for their trade. Oh, six. Oh, sorry, six. Okay, yeah, not very good. Not what we were anticipating from Lockett. But Connor secured the W, and that is what mattered. Worth noting, though, the Murray <coughs> touchdown streak is over. It is. And we'll get to that, we'll get I to guess, that. when we review the mm-hmm. takes. So, okay. So we both got the point there. Did you both mark us down for points? I sure did. Perfect. We've got Eric and Kevin. Me and you both selected Kevin in that matchup. So we both get a point. And we both were right. Put the booty up smackdown on Eric J. Yeah. And we, I said that Ingram gets hurt. He did not. Good for <laughs> Kevin in that situation. But he did score 6.8, which might as well be hurt. <laughs> Um, and I believe Dobbins actually outscored him, so that's nice. So you picked Ingram to get hurt, but Kev to still win. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and takes. you had Watson going plus 30, and you did that. Oh, nice. Good ding, take. Ding, ding. Get yourself another, another point. point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you guys watching at home, whenever we get a... What happens is that whenever we get a take right... Patrick, what he does is he essentially fills in the point that he already put down for himself if he was already winning. So it looks like for every take that he gets right, he's adding another point, which would not make sense because yeah. it's not fair. So that's not actually happening. It's, it's not. Happening it's in just, my mind. Yeah, and so that's why we're laughing. Next matchup was Tiz and Griffin. I selected Tiz. You selected Griffin. Here we go. And we got point. it. Yeah, so Griffin was victorious in this. I had Cooper Cup. Or no, I had Amari Cooper going for plus 20. He did not do that. He did not do that. Uh, and I had Minshew going for plus 30. Oh, and I this one. I don't think he played. He did not play Minshew. He, he ended up playing Herbert. Herbert much who, to likes dismay. Much to likes dismay, and he did really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, I think my pick essentially carries over. <laughs> Herbert would have got that. Transit property. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not really. So you picked Griff, and you said it's time for Tiz to lose. Griff's RBs are going to be better than Tiz's RBs. I remember that being a hot take because you were like, I would not expect his RBs to do better. Yeah. But I think I got it right. 37 versus... 34. Wow. Yeah, right on the nose. Um, good call. Wow. Good for you. You're you're on fire. You usually are always on fire on these. I think I was. Rolling. Yeah. yeah, I mean... Yeah. We go to our next matchup. Isaac versus Patrick P. And we know what happened there. I picked Isaac, and Patrick obviously went with himself. Yeah, so you get the point there. I do get the point there. I had Hopkins stealing that rushing touchdown. <laughs> Let's verify that that did not happen. I don't think he did. I think he got a receiving touchdown. And then Murray, or yeah, I mean, definitely. Drake actually got a rushing touchdown. Correct. Um, he did that. And then you said Gibson is key. Yeah, and he was, but he did not get he didn't the point. put the key in the hole. He just right. dropped the key. And that's why I lost. So it makes that's sense. That's why I lost. That makes sense. All right. Uh, the last and final matchup was me and Cook. I selected myself like a moron, and I think I selected you like you a moron. You did pick as well. me. You did I, pick me. Man, why did I do that? I could have made up so much. Uh, let's see. A layer. I had plus thirty. Yikes. Ooh, thirty. Dak plus twenty five. Yikes. Ooh. You had Montgomery. Plus 20. Ooh. He definitely opened up a little bit, but he did not have himself a 20-point outing. Yeah. So that's why me and you were both off the the Cook train there. So yeah. I don't know why I didn't pick it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have definitely picked against you. 
Should have picked Cook. With that, what is the updated score? Updated score, 13 to 11. So you, you move one ahead this week. Okay, I've grossed one, one point total. This. If I would have won my game last night, then we would be tied. Clyde. Edwards-Alaire. Tied, Clyde. Edwards-Alaire. Very good, very good. Now it's time for us to move on. I am a peacock! You gotta let me fly! Pick another bird. Peacocks, they don't fly, Terry. They don't, do they? Just let them have it, Captain. To our pick em, where we are going to... Give me my tablet. Review our, review our people. We've already made our analysis. And we're going to tell you who we think is going to win and why. We have not discussed who is going to win. We've just made up our decisions in our head. Who is going to win and we are going to work through them. Are you ready? Yeah. Should we record this on one piece of sheet of paper like I normally do though? Yes. Good call. Can you, let's see. Can I do that? Can you do that? I guess I can rip this out. You can give me one. You can give me just a blank one and I'll do it. Okay. Alright. Here we go. Rip. This is what we wanted to avoid was the dead space. Yeah, sorry guys. That's alright. We're, We're working. We're doing it. Working to improve. Uh, so, we had... Let's go ahead and start with Evan and Cook. That's the top one I have as well. Good. 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 Uh, let's see. I'm going to put in P... Um... Three, two, one, cook. Evan. Okay, so you've got Evan. I have Cook. Uh, could you tell me why you are picking? Evan? Yeah, I just... Cook has a lot of people on by this week. I really wanted to pick him against Evan. Um, this is also a hashtag guaranteed game um, on Evan's side, so I didn't want to pick Evan. I wanted him to miss the guarantee and also to lose this game after the booty whip smackdown he gave to me last week, but I've got Kittle getting a multi-touchdown game this week, and that's going to bolster him. Kittle. First multi-touchdown game of the year, I think, maybe, for Kittle. Okay. Uh, I've got Cook. I uh, say he stumps back after a 100-point outing, which is not like Cook. It's not the way he rolls, typically. Uh, Evan finds a way to lose to go 1-5, and five, being tied with you. Uh, at the last place, because I, I just think I'm gonna get a win. I do have you winning a win, which we're not gonna change what we're gonna say later in the thing. But I've got you winning, so yeah, well, I've already got um, mine. On yeah, paper. we've already got it all written down, so not cheating or anything. Okay. But uh, to go tied for last in the league at one and five, um, I've got Jones coming back for Cook having a good game. Godwin bites Shacklet right in the butt. So mm-hmm. I've got Goodwin was a piece on. His team, and I just want to see Godwin. Godwin. Godwin, sorry, Godwin. The team, the the trade that was good for Shacklet, but to come around and bite him in the butt with a wow, Godwin. what um, a storyline that would be. Bites, butt, bites back, <laughs> bites back, baby. Okay. The next matchup is going to be Connor and Mark. That's what I've got as well. And. I three two one mark. mark and you both have mark. Can tell me why. I've got Henry going for over one hundred yards this week in a rivalry matchup with the Texans. Wow, that's good. So we got a big game from Henry. Oh yeah, Titans are gonna go off. 
Henry Rolls. Wasn't he an Alabama Tide? Mm-hmm. Was that is that a Tide thing? Roll Tide, yeah, Roll, roll tide. tide, yeah. yeah. Henry Rolls. Um, I've got Mark. I've got a big game from Rogers and Brady. It's going to be a sling show. Oh, okay. Uh, it's going to be a lot of passing, yeah, and what so. that does is that's really really good for Mark. Mm-hmm. It's really really bad for Connor. Because that means RJ is not going to be getting the workload and the running back situation there. In Tampa, it's going to be all Brady throwing. Uh, it is the Henry show is what I've got. I've got a big Henry outing. And then I say Murray has a low scoring affair and a win over Dallas where they just essentially dominate the ball possession there because Dallas can't stay on the field because their offense is in a hiccup because of Dalton. And so they just stay on the field. They pummel them and... Soak up all that clock. So you think they're gonna run the clock down? You know, get a lot of groundwork for Drake, a lot of yards. I mean, honestly, that's might be good for you. Maybe that's maybe that's another point that I have to make later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I've got Henry doing well, um, and then yeah, low low scoring outing for Connor. All right, next one is Tiz and Patrick. Okay. Yep. Writing down. Let's see. Three, two, one, Patrick. Patrick. Yep, me and Bill. Tell me why. I've got Madison going for over 20. Madison, you're going to hang gonna... your hat on your pickup. Yep. And that's going to be it's going to be a big stat. Plus 20? That's what I said. That's what I said. Write it down now. <laughs> uh, I've got buys or hitting tiz at a bad time. Cook being injured. At a bad time, great managerial play by Patrick to go ahead and pick up the other side and secure that. Uh, regardless, the injury is just going to hurt Tiz a little bit by knocking off somebody who typically would have 15-plus. He's not going to have that this game, if any. Um, I've got lower production out of Cooper for Tiz because of the, the change in quarterback, and there's a little bit of lack of depth there on his team as well. Patrick gets his first win and is now tied with Evan at 1-5. Mm. So... Uh, low outing for Dallas and yeah just overall bad scoring for Tiz and you take it alright Griff and Eric got it written down should have this written down too <laughs> Uh, three, two, one, Eric Griff. Okay. Tell me why Griff. His receivers are going to combine for 40-plus points. Receiver believer? The receiver believers this week. Devontae Adams is going to be playing. He's got Thielen out there. They're going to combine for 40-plus. Here's the thing. If you've been listening to this pod, you'll know. He, you are actually on a win streak. I would say the majority of the takes that you're making on these are actually accurate. Mm-hmm. So it's just funny now to think, like, the more that we do this, and it's either ludicrous stuff and it's not really sticking or like over time it like starts to add up. It's like, well, he's kind of been right a lot. So I'm not going to say that you're predicting the future, but I'm just saying whatever you're looking at seems to be working. Hmm. So when you say 40 plus, I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Like mm-hmm. I need to stop looking at it as like, okay, yeah, he's got to take whoop de woo The reality is that you've been right. Oh, so it's kind of like, which I think everybody thinks that way. They're just like, okay, yeah, they're just telling us why they're going to win. That's sure. not any more reliable than anybody else telling us what's going to happen. Huh. But it's just been interesting because you're, you're, you're right a lot. Yeah, we'll see. 
Eric pulls out his first win. It's a low-scoring affair against Griffin. Carson is on a bye. Thomas is still not playing because of issues. But I feel like Eric just, uh, yeah, I feel like Jackson is gonna is set to go off. He's primed. The pump is ready. It's time for him to continue to just get bigger numbers with the running game and passing game working out there in Baltimore. Uh, I don't think Minshew's gonna get it done for Griff and uh, Eric Johnson has the better D Johnson this week. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but it is D a Johnson little... versus D Johnson. Low scoring. That's the thing. Eric Johnson is connected to those guys, and he knows how to summon the best D Johnson. Hmm. So yeah. Are you saying so? Duke Johnson's gonna outscore David Johnson. Is that sure. what you're saying? Yep. Wow. Duke greater than David. Wow. There's a Johnson connection there. Johnson Johnson. Hot dogs. Nope. Sausages. Nope. Uh, like baby products. Johnson & Johnson. Oh, for real? Yeah. You're thinking of... What is that meat place? Uh, Johnson & Johnson Gerber food. No, Johnson & Johnson is just like... What is the sausage place? I, I remember the commercial. Johnson Johnson Sausages. No. Simpsonville? Samson, Sam, uh, Johnsonville. Is it really? Johnsonville. Johnson, Johnson. Okay, so Johnsonville, brats and dogs. Yeah, Johnsonville. Okay. Anyways, moving on, our next matchup is Isaac and Kevin. <coughs> Three, two, one. Kevin. Kevin. Okay, yeah. now you are. Brighter days ahead, Kevin. Brighter days ahead. Note to you, note to self. I've got Zeke. Going for 100 yards for the first time this year. Okay. Over 100 yards? Yeah, rushing. I hope so. <laughs> More than 100 points would be bad. 100 yards, rush. Got it. Hey, by the way, what does it mean when they say like 100 yards from scrimmage? That just means um, like rushing it's a combination and receiving of, okay. yeah, from the line of scrimmage, how many yards they got. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Is that all you have for, to say for him? Yeah, that's all I got. I've got uh, 20 plus for Galladay. You really wrote some stuff down. I was making like one take for Yeah, game. I apologize. I just can't no. because like if I don't have it written down, I'm just going to forget everything I said. Yeah. So Elliot will lead the Cowboys as they're going to be relying a lot on him. I don't have a number, but I'll go ahead and slap down 21 plus for points. Zeke. Yes, points. Um, yeah, Cowboys win a big game. I also don't see <clears throat> Dearness Johnson getting but it done for Isaac. Cowboys win a big game? I thought the Cardinals were going to win. Uh, that's what you're saying. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Uh, what did I say here? Cowboys with a big game. No, we'll lead the Cowboys with a big game. They do not okay. win. Okay. But uh, but Dallas, he's going to have a big game because he's leading them. Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, I also don't see Darren Johnson getting it done for Isaac. Uh, there's no depth there, a lack of depth, if you can remember from note to self, note to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Kevin just wins. Kevin just wins. Kevin just wins. Next one is Luke and Nope. Yeah. Uh it's it's uh, I gotta find it. Hold on. Okay. There it is. Luke and Ben. Me okay. and Luke. Yeah. And let's see. Three, two, one, Ben. Ben. Wow, thank Man. you so much I, for I picking just, me. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. I hate that I had to do it. Tell me. Well, the QB kicker stack is going to go for 40-plus. QB? That means a lot. Thanks, man. <laughs> Fitz magic and the foot of his kicker lead you to victory. Uh, a layer will go off. 
Oh. Elaire will go off. I said it last so? time. I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot now. You're going to call it. You're going to call I'm, it yeah. every time. Yeah, I have to. I have to speak it into existence. KC controls the pace against the Jets. I don't see Jets getting up there, and I see them relying a lot on Elaire just to pace the backfield. Wow. So they're not going to be passing it a lot, and Elaire gets to get it done. Um, so for those reasons, I'm sticking to my guns here. I'm going to go 25 plus Elaire. 25 plus Elaire. Yeah, and uh, I also like Luke Star players. Uh, their initial lineup is actually really, really good, but they're just really, really con- inconsistent. Uh, I've got myself blowing up for the first plus 140-point game this week. How much? Over 140. Over 140. Which is on par with the um, take that Luke said that I would score over 130, but he would score more. Mm-hmm. So I don't agree with that. I'm saying I'm getting over 140, and he ain't going to get it done. So if it's a barn burner and he's like, we're both right, that would be crazy. Wow. That would that'd be, be crazy. crazy. Um, that's that's our takes, right? That's, that's it. it. That's all of them. That is great. Good stuff. Now, the other guys. Ah! How do they walk away in movies without flinching when it explodes behind them? There's no way! The movie industry is completely irresponsible for the way they portray explosions! Are we moving to Sticky Note Review? Sticky Note Review would be the last thing that we are going to do on the segment. So yeah, let's go ahead and move into that. Getting up in the dojo. Gonna go. Boom, baby. Here we are. Did you have the note from last time that you wanted to stick up there and... Oh, is it here? We got notes right here. But we don't have the other... We don't have the old one? Oh, it was it was on the table. It, maybe it's in there. It was a pink one, though. Is it underneath here? Let me see. Now, where did that one go? <laughs> Very big. <laughs> Why are we losing sticky oh notes? Oh, my gosh. Can we not be trusted? I know I had that one because I pulled it out and it was on top. Underneath this. What are you gonna. <laughs> They're somewhere, dude. We lost the sticky notes, man. Oh I don't gosh. understand where these are. It's ridiculous. They're all going. Um, they're, they're all in the glory hole. Why would we look anywhere but right in front of our face? Did you put them down in your bedroom, in the bathroom, or something? No way. Did you take them anywhere with you? No way. They'll, they'll pop up. They'll stick up. They'll stick up somewhere. They'll stick up. All right, anyway, let's move on. We'll, we'll figure that out. Do you remember what the table was? Oh, I was? put it up here already. Already God, put it on the are, door. Guys, we're idiots. All right. Whew. Here we are. First take, Benny P. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's uh, let's make sure to roll through this. I don't think people care as much as we do. Zach Ertz, Dallas Honestly, Goddard. here's the thing, though. If you don't care as much as we do, you don't have to listen to the daggone part. That's true. You just end it. That's true. But we're going to go through them. Don't speed up. Just go normal speed. Okay. BNP. Zach Ertz. Dallas Goddard has Ertz for 115 receptions, 7 touchdowns. Goddard, 56 and 3. Goddard coming out off the IR soon, I hope. And that will come down. Listen. The Ertz situation is causing an ulcer in my body. Yeah. It's a disaster. I'm hoping that whenever they get... Whenever they get um, Alshon and a couple of the Deshaun back out there to spread the floor out, and they'll actually use him again. But my goodness, this has been a headache, and I hated it. I literally drafted him for the purpose of not having to do what I have been doing. 
Gosh. Same thing with your quarterback situation. Yeah, yeah, shut it. Uh, so you're hoping that Alshon Jeffrey coming back will make Ertz not washed anymore? Um, I'm literally hoping to the Lord. Wow. The fantasy gods, help that, me. That would be a miracle. Okay. <laughs> um, so the next take is yeah. the Drake... Edmonds take that. Well, here's the thing about this league. If you haven't been listening... Yeah, let, let, we should get them caught up on the Drake Edmonds in case no one knows. If you haven't been listening, <laughs> there seems to have been an open debate about Drake, Kenyon Drake, and... Running back for the Arizona Cardinals. And Edmonds. Chase and Edmonds. Take Chase Edmonds, who's going to take the start field. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Evan likes Chase Edmonds. Patrick likes Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake yeah. is currently the starter... Evan said that Edmonds will take the job at some point this season. Yeah, that's what he's holding to. He also, yeah, I mean, it, his takes revolve around one take. This is where we finalized this week. Was that one take was Drake is a bust, Edmonds is a steal, which I never argued against that. I never said Drake was not a bust. He probably is. I mean, he definitely is at this point. Um, but I do believe Drake will hold that starting position through the rest of the year, and Edmonds won't take it. And that's what the main take is setting around. Injury um, included. Okay, let's also note, Evan, you're right. Like, okay, can we just state that, like, you were right about him being a great value at the position that he did? Because what I don't want him to listen to this podcast again and be like, you guys are effing buffoons because you, you messed it up again. Uh, like, I never said he wasn't. I know. Yeah. what, But no, I'm just... I, I just... He always seems to have something to say whenever we talk about this on the pod. So I'm just going to be outright... Evan Shacklett, you were right about Chase Edmonds being a great value pick. At the part that you picked him, you were also right that Drake is going to be a bust. Well, maybe. Well, yeah. sorry, that he is a bust as to this point. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Whether or not Chase Edmonds will take the starting job is yet to be seen, and we will monitor that throughout the season, and that's why it's on the board. That's why it's on the board. Thank you. All right. Evan S. Put that up this is a Patrick P. and Benny P. take. Oh, that gosh. Um, Evan will get four wins this year, max, is what Ben said. Yeah. And I said he will get three wins, max. Looking good for me. And then we've yeah. got Evan Guarantees. We've got another one on the board, so if you don't mind, put that sticky note right next to it, kind of in yep. subsection to that. Perfect. Right there. And, uh, and we'll see if you can secure that and bolster your Shackle Guarantee, because right now you are 1-0, my friend, and it's looking good. Evan Guarantees. No, no, no. He's wrong. Sorry. R wrong. stands yeah. for right. W stands for wrong. So yeah. bolster your shaggy guarantee and actually mean it, make it mean something by going 50% on the guarantees this year. We've got the take that Alex Cook said Evan will not make the playoffs. Not a big take there, but okay. Then we've got Evan Shacklett saying that Peace Weezy will not get three wins this season. Okay. Uh, we've got Connor Fulkerson saying Kyler Murray will score every touchdown the rest of the year. Yeah. It has to come down now. It does have to come down. It I had think a every, great run. It had a great run, and it was exciting. Um, Drake and Evans. It was the best, it was best take, touchdown. for sure. Um, I think we should have something happen when these takes come off. Just a short video of it being destroyed. Okay. Let me go ahead and pull up my camera phone here. My camera phone goes on 50. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna. I just think we should do just a short video. Maybe even have like some music over it. I don't know. We'll see what we can do. Na 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 na
take was wrong. Alright, so that take is gone. Excited for you guys to see that. Um, last take we have on the board before we add more is Evan S. Playoff Evan. One to three. What are you saying here, Vinpy? <laughs> Evan S. Evan playoff, S. Playoff Evan. Evan. One, one to three. three. What does that say right there? I don't know. You tell me. Dang it. What does that say? Noting. One to three noting. One to three nothing. Playoff Evan. What? Oh, I bet that's oh. his record. He's at one. He was at one and yep. three when he said he was making Noting. the playoffs. Yep. yep. He said he was going to make the playoffs that's right. when he was at the time one and three. Yep. So. Um, noting he was one and three at the time, he says he's gonna make the playoffs. That is a sticky stuck. Sticky stuck. And now we're gonna add some. All right, and we're adding to the board. Luke thinks Benny P will score 130 plus, but he will still win in week six. Thank you, Luke. It means a lot that you would say oh, that's worth that much points. That's what I'm really reaping from that. And then we've got Eric, who expects to lose to Griffin. That's his take. I love that. I love that take. Good take. Eric J, still go to Connor's house for red zone, though, if it's available. And that's it. That's all the takes we got on the board. That's all the takes. We'll send out the video, edit out the pod, and get it to you guys ASAP. Rocky, do you have anything else you'd like to tell the people? Nope. Still reeling from the loss last night. Um, it's becoming a normal for me. I'm just a bye week. <laughs> just a bye week. Uh, yeah, really excited about this week. Looking forward to a major scoring outing for myself. And, um, yeah, really, really excited. To our listeners out there, thanks for listening again. You've uh, you've stumbled across the Pump Fake Podcast, which is a supporter and a part of Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. We're really happy to be involved with them. And, um, yeah, that's all we got for you. So, without further ado, we can uh, we can kick it off and say goodbye. Let's wrap it up. Bye. Bye. Club is you do not talk about fighting.